This is Arlo Barum Hero from Scott Brewing Company, and you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall are way older than I could have ever anticipated. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan, Doyle, Tim, and Gabe. I don't usually come to America, but I have always came in America. Uh, technically accurate. <laughs> purple came. Always purple came. Okay, purple all over. So, what's up, everybody? Hey, everybody! Welcome to this episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box. I'm Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. And today we are going to be talking about coming to America. Coming to America is a 2021 American comedy film that serves as a sequel to the 88 film Coming to America starring Eddie Murphy. The film is directed by Craig Brewer from a screenplay by Kenya Barris, Barry Blaustein, and David Sheffield. And a story by Blaustein, Sheffield, and Justin Canoe based on characters created by Eddie Murphy. A lot of Jewish people. (laughs) You were just spouting off Jewish back names. The budget was sixty million, and we have no idea how much it made because it did not come out traditionally. It probably has already made that money back because for sure, for sure they got new subscriptions for people wanting to watch it. For sure, they would have gotten any money from like advertising tie-ins. And they've advertised it as number one movie in America, even though it wasn't released in box offices. And I just think it's because the sheer number of people that watched it dwarfed anything that was in the box office this week. For I sure. wonder. I'm gonna I jump, wonder how they. I'm gonna jump right out. to the ratings because they're not good. It's got a 50% critic score and a 41% audience score. Ooh. Ouch. That makes me not so sad that I didn't watch it. Oh, man. I really enjoyed this movie. I I thought it was really funny, but it does have mixed signals in it. So I could understand like a a lower than good, but 40% seems really, really drastic to me. The main complaint I've heard is that it was made to be like a family feel-good movie as opposed to what the original... There, were, I mean, in the original, there was a lot more cussing. There was boobs initially. I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on in that movie. And I think this was made way more towards a kind of friendly audience. Sold 100, 100% yeah. true. It's rated PG-13. Like, yeah. Eddie I mean, Murphy's... Not really that guy anymore. No, and and I think yeah. that's what I think they, they were, were hoping <laughs> for the crude kind of you know throwback to what it was, and I I enjoyed it. it. It was definitely a lot slower than the original, but I I laughed my ass off. I I thought it was super funny. Like I maybe I'm just so like 
maybe I'm just so like entrenched in watching family films because like I watched like six family movies this weekend with the kids and stuff. So I wonder if maybe just because I watch a lot of kids movies, this was entertaining enough that I just really enjoyed it. Like I I told Mel that I didn't want to watch it. Like I had absolutely no interest in watching it and we put it on anyways and i ended up just really enjoying myself with it yeah you picked this this was your choice yeah because i had already watched it (laughs) (laughs) it's a lazy pick (laughs) it is a lazy pick but that's okay because like i wanted to talk about it because it was a ton of fun so yeah i do i i have a desire to watch it i love the first one i I just kept putting it off and then slept all day but (laughs) That's funny because you did a whole binge of who knows how much of the Quantum Leapers. Yeah, I got through season one. Ah, that's not that much. It's a lot, dude. It's a lot of leap. <laughs> I think it's yeah, that like, show. I think the first season was only like nine episodes. It's like nine or eleven, but there's still like forty to forty-five minutes. The first one's like an hour and some crazy long. That, well, it's and that cause, show it's because the, the the first one the first one is two episodes. That's why. Well, yeah, and I know that it's not going to be like we're not we're not going to go into it too much right now because we're going to go into it next show. But it's not as good as it was. Like there are some episodes that are like, my god, so hard so to watch. While while I'm on the topic, the specific ones that I chose are the the ones that are more with Sam and Al, and that's kind of their story through the whole series. And specifically, yeah. I chose certain ones. Um, because you're right, there are a lot of ones where you know you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't. This is kind of boring, but uh, I love Shit, the whole series. Episodes. <laughs> uh, this is probably that's probably my favorite series of all time. I watched it week, some week to week. Once I found it when I was young. So, but anyways, coming to it America, overcome Mash for me. Oh, I hate Mash. <clears throat> I've watched that's Mash sad, like two times geez. through. I don't know. I love Mash. Yeah, it's like one of. <laughs> the greatest sitcoms ever made. Like, yeah. probably the first sitcom to have, like, a linear storyline and to also have, like, ulterior motives besides laugh every 30 seconds. <laughs> like, I think one it of the... still holds the record, too, doesn't it? For, yeah. like, most watched season or show season finale ever. ever. Uh, yeah. Never... I don't know. Because Seinfeld was massive. But I think... Undeservedly massive. <laughs> I guess with, like, coming to America, I know that, like, a big part of people's problem is expecting it to be, like, the old thing, but it's never going to be that. Even if they did, like, Eddie Murphy crude and rude and all this other shit, like, it it would never be the same movie. Like, that's the problem with rebooting movies or making sequels, like, seven hundred years fucking later like which is i know it's not that long but it feels like long i mean i was like in middle school when this fucking movie came out like i don't know it's very hot topic right now 1988 is when it first came out so i don't think i don't think i was allowed to watch this movie when it came out because it was rated r so it's it's one year younger than me and i'm about to turn 34 next week so there's a thirty-three-year yeah, like, gap. You said eighty-eight. So I would have been ten. Yeah, I was four. And I don't know so that. Like, I feel like one. 
I don't know how I just don't know how well it would have been perceived either had they really gone back to the because black people aren't made to look like the best in the first coming to America. <laughs> so I don't know how well that would have gone over in today's world. I don't know. Like, I don't, so the the slow I, I know Gabe especially is going to disagree with me on this part. I don't like Leslie Jones's acting. I don't think she's a good actress. I, she has her funny moments. I just don't think she's good. I, that's probably the worst part of the movie for me. I, I like Leslie Jones. Jones when she's just being Leslie Jones. I don't like her in stuff either. And I hate. I feel like that is weird to say. Like she's awesome on Supermarket Sweep, and she's awesome in SNL and all these little comedy bits she does. But like when she's in movies <laughs> like this and Ghostbusters, like, like the naked, I find it more annoying than anything naked. else. <laughs> I liked her more before uh, Ghostbusters. I think for the whole Ghostbusters, like, what do you call it? Where the actors and stuff are talking before. I mean, like, the hyping up of the movie. She made herself out to be, like, an incredibly, like, shitty human, I think, personally. but I don't know nothing about that. I just don't think she's a good actress. She attacked everyone. Like, even, like... I know that like there was some misogyny from people to guys who didn't want to see it for that reason, but she was just attacking people like left and right on Twitter at the end of that. I'm just like, fuck it. You won. The movie exists. Like yeah, ride your, to... ride your chariot. Like you got, like, you got when, paid. When did that Ghostbusters come out? Like probably 10 years ago. Oh, Jesus. No. You think that's that long ago? Let's see. I don't think it's that long ago. Maybe, Maybe not. Time is weird to me. Me too. It doesn't feel like that long, but twenty sixteen. Yeah. So, like five, so five, years four, five years ago. I just I I don't know, man. Like I I feel like a lot of the time when we see like celebrities lash out like on their Twitter and stuff, like none of us experience what it's like to have fucking twelve million people straight up just say your movie's gonna suck because you're a woman. I or, I just don't care i mean i 100 percent agree with you i just don't care like you can that doesn't mean i think that you should be restricted in any way or not act in any way my opinion even if you you know did the most racist thing ever i don't care you should still be able to work if they'll give you the job but it's just like you are getting paid so much more money than anybody else like to do a job you had twelve thousand. 12 million people jump down your ass. It happens all the time to actors. If you can't handle that kind of thing in the spotlight, to me, I just don't want to listen to you. Like, you can be as famous as you want or as big as you want. But like, I don't begrudge her or anything. I the, same log- the same logic to if you don't like my movie, don't watch it applies to if you don't want to hear what I have to say, don't listen. That's like, why I said I don't watch anything with her in it. Like, most yeah. of the time. Because I just don't well, like yeah. her anymore. I, I do agree with what you're saying, though, Gabe, even though I think her acting mostly is not very good in almost everything I've ever seen her in. Um, I, I agree with you. You know, it's 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 a lot of weird pressures that you don't really think about as just a normal dude. And, and you know, w- when I reach out to people and I'm helping other people reach out to people to try and get interviews for their shows, sometimes the attitude I get is they should be grateful that we're trying to get them on our show and they should want to talk because we put them in that position and i'm like you got to remember there's probably 
thousands and thousands of people like me but who have more clout than me who are trying to who are trying to get these people's attention too like they don't know me I don't anything think, I don't think they should be grateful it's just once you come out and say a bunch of shit it's like I, I just don't if I don't like it I don't like it like that's all I'm saying it's like she came out and her backhammer against men was more ferocious than anything I read against her. Like, I mean, I read a bunch of negative, and I read a ton of negative arguments that sounded totally bullshit about there shouldn't be a woman Ghostbusters or whatever. Like, I think it was fine that they made the movie. I just thought the movie sucked. But the stuff that I heard her say, I was like, how do you get to come across and say this shit? But, like, people barely harassing you, and it's fucking all over the news. Like, and you get to come and talk not, about how shitty girl, everyone it's, is. It's, it's uh, not people barely harassing her. Like, it's literally millions of people, like, in her personal messages and stuff, like, treating her like shit. Like, it's not, it's not a little amount of stuff. Like, I think any one of us would crack under that kind of pressure and maybe. fucking lose our shit, dude. It's very possible, but I just don't – I'm not – equating it to a small amount of things i'm just saying then just stop looking at it like you're getting you've won the rainbow dude like but that's I, part of looking at it is part of her job like she has to be like a part of that to be an actress in a lot of ways nice i, I disagree because some of the most famous people out there i've heard of have legitimately gone the way of they just don't read this shit anymore but that was Again, five years ago, not necessarily true. And, like, they're probably... Hannah, I'm talking. Okay, that's awesome. Like, five years ago, there was probably a lot more pressure from the studio for her to, like, talk in front of a camera. Because, like, as much as you don't like, you know, Ghostbusters, there's definitely, like, a huge... There was definitely a huge push... Because here's this female-fronted, diverse cast, blah, 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 and they wanted to push that narrative forward. They probably told her that she had to make comments on that and interact on that. And I, man, sure, I'm just, I I'm just saying, like, if, you're, if your Facebook just blew up today because of something you said on the show where, like, literally tens of thousands of people were messaging you, like, right now you would probably react just as poorly as she did. I honestly think I'd be pretty stoked that our show all of a sudden had tens of thousands <laughs> of right now. But I re- I, maybe, I just don't think I would. Like, I think like the, I've, I'm here, I got paid to do this. If you don't like it, fuck you. I got the paycheck to do it. Like, it's not me as a person. I don't, this isn't who I am. Like, this is a job. And part of your job, there's just what I think. Part of the job of getting millions upon millions of dollars to essentially talk in front of a camera, I feel like is handling your shit well in press. But I, that's why 99% of the people who hate Tom Cruise, I don't know about you, hate him because, hate him because of the shit he said in front of the press. I hate Tom Cruise because I hate Tom Cruise. I hate Tom Cruise. Yeah, I said not you. I, I know you yeah. just hate it. No, I have a personal Leslie vendetta Jones, against Leslie Jones, for me, I, I, I don't read her bullshit online. I don't care. Same thing with Brie Larson. I know she, she had a big thing before Captain Marvel came out about how this isn't a, you know, a movie for comic book people, and she went on a rant about men or something. I, that is less because you're, Gabe's right. I don't have to read it. I don't really give a fuck. I just give me a good movie. I'll be happy. I just don't think Leslie Jones is a good actor. That's just for me personally. That's what it boils.
boils down to. And that's why that was the sorest spot in this movie with me. Uh, overall, I think the movie was fine. I, I think it was good. I think I laughed through the whole thing. Alicia, I think, enjoyed it as well. She watched it with me. I just don't like Leslie Jones's acting. That's really the that's what it boils down. Honestly, the only thing I can even think of that she's in is Ghostbusters. I know she's in more stuff, but that's all I can think of. I've seen her in quite a bit of stuff, but I, I think she's really funny. Like, and you know, and like you said, Juan, it's your opinion. You don't like her as an actress. I, I think she's super fucking funny. Like, I liked her on SNL. I like her in most of the stuff that she acts on. So, but... I mean, that's that's neither here nor there. Like her overall, is probably funny. Her stand-up is probably her stand-up funny. Is fucking hilarious. Like, it is. I I think Cat <laughs> I think Cat Williams is a funny stand-up comedian. I think he sucks as an actor in movies. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> like her stand-up's hilarious because like she got her start in like comedy and in show business like super super late. Like I think she's older than I am. I think she's like fifty five or something like that. And, and dude, she does like, she comes out on stage wearing like a knee brace and shit and like makes fun of how old she is and how much she's fucking falling apart and stuff that I guess maybe that's the difference is that Leslie Jones speaks to my generation because she's fucking old. Like I am. (laughs) Well, again, Um, again, for me, I could probably get down on, on her standup. I love standup comedy. I just don't think she's a good actor. I think those are two distinctly different things. I think if Trevor Noah made the jump to acting, because he has in some tiny little things, I don't know that he'd be the best actor, but he's an amazing stand-up comedian. I do like that he played African news dude. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. That's why he came to mind. There's a lot of fucking hilarious cameos in this. Oh, there's tons. Including so Louis Anderson, who I thought was dead. Right? Like, I could have sworn Louis Anderson died like two years ago. <laughs> did they like bring him back to life for this movie? His career died, but he did oh. not die. <laughs> I don't know. I think he made a shit ton of money, too. Yeah, he did, but it, he hasn't been in shit besides this for well, quite a while. He looked like he was like 80 and grossly overweight. <laughs> No, he looked, he, you know what he actually looked like? He looked like he was 80 and used to be grossly overweight and got some surgery done and then gained some weight back. (laughs) That's what he looks like. You're right. (laughs) AKA hot mess. (laughs) Again, he fucked up and made a cartoon. I think that's the worst thing. (laughs) Oh man, my kids made me watch that cartoon so much. Once Once you make a cartoon, it's, in my head, it's hard to not see them as a cartoon. So he's he's been in between 16 and 19. He was on some show called Baskets for 40 episodes. That um, show's pretty cool. And then he was on from 2017 to now. He plays himself, but he's been on 105 episodes of something called Funny You Should Ask. Uh, so Baskets, he plays Zach Galifianakis's mom. <laughs> It's fucking amazing. Like, that show's pretty funny. I'm sold. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm half sold. Zach Galifianakis shows are either, like, super funny or super just not <laughs> weird for no reason. Oh, God. This I love true. that guy. <laughs> I do, too. He's, sometimes he goes too far where it's just not funny. It's just weird. Like, there's a couple episodes of Between Two Ferns where I was like, 
I'm pretty sure but, the person who was there was like, I don't know what's going on. And then he's pretty much just going I, off. Have you seen the Between Two Ferns movie? No. It's incredible. Like, look, look it up. Like, it's so bizarre. So, so Gabe, you brought this up the last time when you told us we were going to talk about this movie. And I wanted to read the story behind how Louis Anderson got cast into the first Coming to America. So, this is... Uh, this is Arsenio Hall talking. He says, I love Louis, but I think we were forced to put him into the movie. He said, we were forced to put in a white person. Eddie says, the studio was like, there has to be a white person in the movie. And I was like, what? So who was the funniest white guy around? We knew Louis was cool. That's how we got in the movie. <laughs> awesome. He, he's literally an affirmative action hire. <laughs> like... <laughs> He's a, he's an equal opportunity employment. Yeah, Ooh, you got to put a white guy in there. We're gonna get in a lot of trouble with OSHA. <laughs> OSHA. That always has been not coming to America. That it's a totally unique movie. But I always have thought it's weird that like in the black community, there's a weird thing where they just remake movies that are like exactly like the old movie, but it's just an all black cast. I don't understand why they do that. Like what? Like, have you seen? There are quite a few of them actually. If you look, but the only thing specifically the one that comes movies. to my mind is coming to like a funeral or whatever. Like, where the whole family's at a funeral day. Like, that was just straight up like an American or English movie that had just come out as well within the last couple of years, and they did it again. I'll have to look because I I was noticing this a few days ago on um, Amazon Prime where I would see like a bunch of movies that were just carbon cut or copies of movies that came out even like recently to those, but. I'll check it out. Maybe I can find them. The only thing I can think of off the top of my head is Honeymooners. That was yeah. that's weird. Like a movie remake of a television show starring Cedric the Entertainer instead of like that was that was a weird that's a weird move anyways because like the demographic of people that even know what the fucking Honeymooners <laughs> is is like all ninety year old white people <laughs> so. Hey, I know what it is. I thought it was funny. It's just, well, you know what it is because you saw Cedric the Entertainer was going to no, be in it. No, that's and not that was true. Good. I used, I watched, I've watched the old Honeymooners before. That's weird. I haven't. I, I have. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> like, I've ever I've seen maybe, that movie. No, it's I've a maybe TV show. I've maybe no. watched one or two episodes of the Honeymooners ever in my life. It wasn't even in syndication anymore when I was a kid. Where did you even watch them? How did you watch them? I, I'm, I'm on TV. They must be in syndication at some somewhere at some point. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird that you've seen more of it than I have because I would never have thought of that. It probably was in the t- same slot as uh, what's that show with JJ Walker? Um, Walker I, Texas Ranger? No, 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 no. JJ Jimmy Walker, the the black guy. Um, Dynamite. What the fuck is the shit name of that show? Oh, what's happening? There you go. Yeah. Probably on TV land or some shit. Probably. I was thinking of the crappy, I was just Googling it, of the crappy, like, fake, uh, the fake movies that the Wayne Brothers were doing for a while. That's why I was kind of thinking about. Um, Have you ever seen, like, the the scary scary movies? movies? Like, Like the the black version? Because there's already, like, a spoof of scary movie, but then there's, like, a black spoof of scary movie that's, like, and then there's the black spoof of like 50 shades of gray 
it's like Fifty Shades of Black. They're so much worse than the other. All the spoof movies are bad, but <laughs> they're worse than the other ones. All spoof movies are bad unless they have Mel Brooks presents on top of them. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I enjoyed the first scary movie. I enjoyed that one, and then is that the one with the, the strong arm? Yeah, yes. no, is it? That might be the Guy second the one. Hand. No, that's scary movie two. Yeah. That's scary movie. I just remember that part gross. The first the one out. is where they, he semens all over the, the ceiling with the girl. He came. He came. So it's not the, purple, though. Co- coming to America uh, was good. I enjoyed it. I give it a thumbs up. I'm definitely way above 40% on it. I loved all the I loved all the throwbacks. I love when they go to the barbershop and they're calling him Kunta Kinte and shit again. Like, it was just amazing <laughs> for me. It was just so funny. I loved it. I thought it was super fun. Like, I also give it well above a 40. Like, I would probably give this the same rating as WandaVision, like a 75. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. There's definitely moments when I was watching it where I was like, well, they definitely could have done that better. But not as many of them as I was expecting. Like, I was expecting to really, really dislike this movie. And it ended up being pleasantly amusing. We like, didn't even talk about Wesley Snipes, and he was hilarious. He was pretty funny. You know what it reminds me That's rem- just like you know African warlord. <laughs> <laughs> name, what was his name? Oh, fuck. Is I don't Z? remember his name. I feel, like, I feel like he was named after pasta. <laughs> I'll look it up right now. Oh, it's Izzy. That's what it was. Is What'd you say, Zidi? Zidi. His name was Zidi for some reason. <laughs> Izzy is like a no. He's named after drink. I was gonna say it's a soft drink, isn't it? Yeah, it's the juice, juice stuff. Although to be weird, I only ever see them at Noodles and Company. Besides the store, they don't have those anywhere else. I I love I I fucking love that the girl who Eddie Murphy told to bark and hop on one leg is still doing that thirty years later. Yeah. You know, it was fucking amazing. She finally stops and she's like, ah. I think, much. I think my other favorite part in this movie was Tracy Morgan. And I like Tracy. I, man, that guy could shit in a bag, and I would think he was funny. Well, yeah, I think he's a naturally funny person. Like, you get that if, has, you ever, if you ever listen to comedians tell stories about him, too, they all... He's like one of those comedians that makes all the other comedians laugh, so I think he's just a funny person. My favorite, like, my favorite is Hari Kondabalu talking about him because he tells, like, this insane story. And then Tracy Morgan's like, sorry about that. He's like, no, now I have a Tracy Morgan bit for my act. Like, (laughs) oh, he heckles him. He heckles him. Yeah, he heckles him. And then he apologizes. I heard heard that somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know who that guy is, but I know the story. He's doing like his he's doing like new material or something and Tracy Morgan's in the audience just heckling him. Just treating him like shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What I love too is every time I hear him get confronted about a story about himself, he just blatantly denies it. You know what they have yeah. to be true. Right? <laughs> Never happened. Never happened. Never happened. His voice. There's something about the way he speaks that makes me laugh. I don't know if I don't I don't know if that's like me shaming somebody with an impediment of some kind or some shit, but oh, the way he talks pretty, just makes me it's laugh. Pretty racist, that's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. In general though, this movie this movie is pretty good. Doyle has an opinion because he didn't watch it. No, I'll watch it eventually. You Not should. Really. It's it's fun. 
Like I said, I, I don't have any reason I haven't. I just yeah, just watch, watch out of random shit. How about I you, did. Tim? I dug the film. Um, I thought parts of it were really funny. Um, the things that like got me about it aren't probably the same things that got a lot of other people about it. The movie weirdly sends mixed signals on like, and this is going to sound hyper liberal, but the whole monarchy patriarchy thing, like he's got a perfectly good daughter princess who's willing to get married and assume the throne. But the entire film is about him going to find some bastard. That's effectively the film, by the way, I think that's what rubbed me wrong about it. Kind of like a weird tone deaf principle filled with a lot of comedy. And I think that's probably well, no, where the second it's, or it's, the sequel might it's, go. It's essentially Aladdin. Like, that's kind of the point, though, is, like, he realizes at the end of the film yeah. that his daughter can do it and that he's been an ass the entire time. Like, I, I, I mean... I think it's them poking fun at that. I don't I don't know that it's... No, I, 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 what I'm saying is I think that's what a lot of people might also be thinking, aside from the fact that it is not like the original film at all. Because <laughs> even at the end of the film, when he finally realizes he's been an asshole the whole time doesn't really get any comeuppance. Well, why he just, would he? He's the king. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> I mean, it feels like, like there should be more than just, oh, I was being a dick. I mean, but, I mean, comedy but it's, it's his daughter. She's probably going have, to forgive him. And comedy typically doesn't have consequences either. Like, God. you know, you, you watch it because it's funny and then that's that. Like, that's typically how comedy films work. So it's not like you're... I mean, in, even in real life, I mean, what, what kind of comeuppance do you normally get for just being a douchebag? It, it, you know, some people might not like you, but that's not really comeuppance for you. You probably maybe he's don't not, give a fuck. Maybe he's just not king at the end of the movie and we see a wedding with her instead, which I don't think we got. Well, no, she was like 16 or something, like 18. No, she's ready to marry at the beginning yeah, of the Yeah, they're they're like talking about marriage. But I assume uh, he's gonna want her to find yeah, her. Yeah, she own doesn't want to get married. Husband, yeah. But she still wants to be queen, which I thought was kinda I don't know. The 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 film has Who the some fuck would really want that? <laughs> Social political tone deafness in that aspect. I think that's what I'm I'm not saying I feel this way. I'm saying that this might be how some other people might be feeling about the film. I feel like that's it's something point. that I noticed even though it wasn't something that I've I always thought for. I don't know if I just have like a weird mentality, but I would just never want any kind of job like that. <laughs> the king, like the president. Like give me like the super rich brother who lives at the king's house but doesn't actually have any responsibility. All <laughs> all about that job. Like, you will, of the you will rule the kingdom. I'm like, I don't want to rule like the block, let alone the kingdom. <laughs> so, like, what? No part of it. He just wants to what be do you think I am, Iggy, trying to take over this corner? <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of felt like that. I knew that's how the ending was going to be. Like whether or not he found his son or not, he, the girl was going to rule the land at oh, the end yeah. of the movie. The end of this movie is telegraphed in like an incredibly predictable way. Oh, like yeah. there's nothing about this movie is surprising. Like it's it's 
it's a family film. Like it's it's a slightly risque family film that you're supposed to watch with your kids and then tell them that they can't watch the original. Like that's what it is. <laughs> that is got that does have to be awkward for some families. I would hope yeah, that not my family, but I would yeah. hope that when my daughter is twenty years old or however old this lady was, and I come to find out that I was that I was being a douchebag to her for some time, that she'd just turn around and forgive me and we could move on. Not necessarily that I'd get my comeuppance. You know what I mean? That we'd just move on and we'd love each other. We're in the comeuppance snowflake cancel culture right now, though, Juan. (laughs) (laughs) People are trying to go after people for shit they said like 15 years ago. But no, but I I just mean as far as my family unit goes. Like, I I don't give a fuck about what anybody else says. I hope that the family unit would be strong enough to be like, okay, I I fucked up. I'm sorry. Yeah, but in in the cancel culture, like, community, I think those people want like people's moms to like disown them. Like I don't those people want to like ruin people. Like they don't want your happiness on any level. <laughs> yeah, Tim. <laughs> I didn't say Tim was one. Just... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> they exist. That's all I know. If you if you go out there and read anything. Oh, I read a whole thread on comic book Colorado comic book enthusiasts the other day that was pretty funny. They tried to go after Eminem. They went after Johnny. Eminem doesn't give one fuck. He's got that fuck you money. Like, he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's they're a, trying it's to, one of the first he's people made a I've career seen. on that fuck you money. What's funny is like, they're trying to go after him for, like, something that he put out on an album, like, 11 years ago. And in my brain, I was like, did you guys not listen to any of his fucking music from, like, when he started? Ever? Like, why are you offended right now? Fuck you it's, guys. Like, he's been worse than that. Well, that's the thing is they don't actually do that. Like, I when they went, after, they went after Tom Segura because he said retard, and the whole joke was about how you can't say retard anymore. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? People are super stupid. What's funny is, like, Bailey says she doesn't like Tom Segura, right? Sure. And I, I asked her why, and she couldn't articulate it. Like, she has no reason to not like him. She just knows that, like, a bunch of people her age don't like him, and so she doesn't like him. Yeah. And that's weird because Tom Segura is, like, 100% Bailey's kind of comedy. Like, if she actually took the time to listen to him, it would make her die laughing. I, I do feel like, and it's weird, maybe I'm to the point where I'm an old boomer. I don't fucking know. But I do feel like young people are just not growing up very independently of other young people even. You know, because I had this conversation with Alicia the other day about how a a daughter came in to, to make a car, do a purchase and stuff, and she was on the phone with her dad the whole time, which is fine. And the daughter was literally probably mid-20s. I, I can't assume she was much younger than me. And at the end of it, I was like, well, what do you think? Like, she hung up with the, the, do- the, the, the phone with the dad. And I was like, what's your opinion? What do you think about it? Why, you know, why are, I literally was like, why are we just obeying whatever dad says? What is your opinion of what's going on right now? And she couldn't give me an answer. Like, it's just, it's so, it's just so weird to me. Like, we follow – I feel like young people are just following trends, like – uh, you know what? You're right. He said something 15 years ago. We should cancel it. Or you're right. The Eddie Murphy didn't get his comeuppance because he was a bitch to fucking women this whole movie. Like, it's just a weird concept to me. That's just weird. 
No, there is definitely something it's because about of the it. connection. Every child it's the has over a connection. Yeah, every yeah. child is exposed like a nerve. I mean, they're, they're pussies too, though. No... Like it's weird, dude. Like when I couldn't get my nephew to order pizza like a couple months ago, I remember. Like I'm like, bro, you're 15. Like order the fucking even, pizza. And he's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm like, are you fucking kidding think, me? I don't think it's that they're. I don't think I. So. Having kids like that age, like I see the kids do stuff like that sometimes. And I don't really think that it's because they're like weak willed or they're pussies or they're like snowflakes or whatever. Like, I think it's just genuinely so many parents have been trained to be so afraid that all this crazy shit's going to happen to their kids. And then their kids become so interconnected with each other that they can't like separate from their friends and their friends' opinions, that they become super dependent on other people. Like I don't even think it's like a like a weakness thing. I think they just don't know another way. They don't know how to make their way without asking like 500 people what their opinion is. And if it doesn't get like 30 likes, then it was the wrong choice to make. And there's like this constant social pressure to not make the wrong choice too. Like it's a, it's a weird. I mean, I definitely think it is a weakness for them. Like not like a weakness of character. Like I think it'll weaken them. It's like they go to do things in their life. Can you even like think of besides just a few hands feel like, People you grew up with, they just tend to not be in your life as you get older. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's, there's a small exception to that. But they have these relationships that are like life and death on these other people. Like, I just think it's going to negatively impact, not like, I shouldn't say a weakness, but negatively impact them at points in their lives when they have to start thinking for themselves and doing shit for themselves. Even the shit I just see on up to like the age of like 25, I'd say 25 and younger, if I know you. The shit they post on Facebook that they need like validation for, yeah, or like something. I'm well, just like, why is that, that on there? Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't think they they've grown up completely different. Like, I need no validation on most of the things that I do because, like, I spent almost all of my childhood sitting either by myself in my room reading a book or riding my BMX by myself all over the fucking place. Exactly. And like nobody gave a shit as long as I was home by like a certain time and nobody gave a shit as long as like, as long as I did halfway decent in school and like showered every other day. <laughs> you know? But like now everything that like, Everything that, like, my older kids do is, like, being examined by their peer group. Nobody ever read my shitty high school poetry. Very few people saw, like, the terrible drawings I made in middle school. Like, you know, with the exception of, like, high school actually being me putting myself on stage for a long time. Like, nobody yeah. ever had to deal with, like, my personal bullshit like that. So... Ashton, who just walked in the door, good morning, or good evening. Yeah, yeah good morning. <laughs> Ashton, when he has, like, an interaction on social media, everyone he knows sees it. Like, I mean, 
everybody, every time I talk to you guys online, hundreds of people see that. And not just from my, like my profile, but from all of our profiles, you know, and it's just like a, it's a weird space to be in that I can't imagine is good for your brain. Like, yeah, that's why I said that my weakness, I think it's going to hurt. Like, at what point does it fall off? Because you have to like live in this huge bubble of everyone agreeing with you. And the second you put your toes outside of that, they're fucking coming for you. Like, I mean, if your voice is remotely different, you know what I mean? We, we saw that on the other side of the equation. Like, they didn't win an election. They tried to like overthrow the government, you know? Like, it. The same thing, the same kind of things are going to start happening when those, that generation's parents start dying off and they don't have somebody to fucking like helicopter them or validate their opinion. Like, and then, then what, then what do they do? Like, I don't even even know that it's a softness. It's just so completely foreign to how, how I grew up. I just don't know that there's a solution and you're I don't... right i just don't know how to quantify any differently in my head i just like i think of like there are times when life is difficult i can't imagine those times when i would then have to justify all of my actions through like 90 other people to be okay you know what yeah. i mean like there are times in my life where I've tried to go like, fuck it. If you disagree with me, fuck you. Like, I don't need you in my life. But like, that does not seem to be an option today for people. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's tough. Like, oh, I, fuck me. I will step back into the bubble. It's tough because I, I, f- I feel like we just, as a society, the younger we go, that you just start caring so much about every fucking thing. Like, I, and I don't mean to pick on Tim and I, I hope you're not taking it this way, but I'm not even paying attention, dude. I wasn't like that. I've literally got Zack Snyder cut going on behind you just so I can watch this bullshit because I knew it was going to take all day. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. The tone (laughs) deafness that was picked up by somebody like I never that didn't even come to mind. Like it's it's just a funny movie. Like I don't I just feel like everybody has something that they're going to die on a hill for. You know, I I didn't read all of J.K. Rollins's comments, but I I know she had something about women menstruating, and it's it's weird because she it it almost like she didn't come out and was like I hate trans people because I, I I think she even said she she has trans friends I know that's like the I have a black friend kind of thing but like I I really do, I really do believe she has trans friends but she didn't really say much she just she just met, had one comment and she's just not allowed to have an opinion anymore I mean, it's just a weird thing. I did the same thing. I talked about it a little bit. Like I dug into what she said, and like again, the f- first three things she said, I was like, I think she could have said it a little better, but I don't know why we're, you know, ag- I don't know why we would murder her in the streets, <laughs> like, which is what the vibe I was getting. But I've gotten that vibe from everything. Like Aziz Ansari takes a girl back, she has sex with him, and then the next day says she didn't want to, and like they're gonna kill Aziz. I'm like, she said she wanted to the night of though, so. How is this his problem at all? Like, you have a girl who is, you know, regretting a decision she made. That's that's being an adult sometimes. You just got to grow the fuck up. You made the decision. You went to his house. You hooked up with him. If you think it's a mistake in the morning, that's fucking on you. Like, that's not on Aziz. I'd have done the same shit. You know, every guy would that's single. If you're trying to hook up with a chick, she lets you. She's totally into it. The next day, she says she didn't like it. That's on fucking her. But the whole world was on Aziz's ass for like three months, four months. 
and I think a big part of that is is that same kind of pressure that that people have to face being constantly analyzed for every fucking thing that they do. Like there's no way there's no way around that without completely like you know, extricating yourself from any kind of social media. And most people aren't willing to do that because I don't think you have to do that either. That's one way. But the other way I think is legitimately just taking the approach, which I think we have taken, which is that we just don't give a fuck. Like there are probably a large amount of people that have listened to the show and gone like, hi, what the fuck? I'm not listening to that anymore. <laughs> but the ones that stick around, they're cool with us, you know, whatever. Like, you're going to find your audience, especially if you're not being like a, a dick, like we're not doing anything, you know, to hurt anybody. We're not out. We're not against anybody. But I think if you do that, I think it has proven out that you do find your audience, regardless of where it is. The bigger names in Hollywood I can think of that have done that step, they're still huge. It's just and maybe not in certain circles. You know what I mean? Like Joe Rogan's the biggest podcaster on the planet. He basically does that every day, like has someone in that somebody else hates and disagrees with, but he just doesn't give a fuck. And eventually all the, I don't give a fuck people go to his show. So I think a lot of people are ready for it to end is what I'm trying to say. Maybe it's just our generation is seeing it, wanting it to end for them. I don't know, but it's not ending, which is what I don't understand. It's like a new thing all the time. Well, it's, it's just a, it's, the ability to like echo chamber and like build a massive amount of people to follow something almost instantaneously. Like nobody, nobody in, you know, 20 years ago or when I was in high school, absolutely no 12 year old could go on the internet and tell 12 million people what they're pissed off about. Like that just wasn't a thing. Like, Every 12-year-old that bitched about whatever bullshit he was going through in middle school, he told his friends, and that's where that shit stopped. Now somebody can get online, and if they have enough followers or know someone with enough followers, they can just say, hey, this guy offended me. Let's go get him. You know, And then it just happens because there's so many people available for that. Like the same reason, you know, kind of the same thing I was talking about with Leslie Jones. She lashes out because literally like 12 million people probably messaged her death threats, you know? Like you would you would fucking just lose your shit and then people also just lose their shit and have the ability to like tell millions of people, like which is absurd like nobody gives a shit about my opinion and i'm way happy with that like because it allows me the space to say what i actually feel about things like well, not only I, not only that i don't even post my opinions on shit like i never update any social media with anything like that because like i don't even feel like it's necessary for anyone to know what i think about day-to-day shit that's i guess that's why i don't understand the whole getting beat up because i just don't give a fuck in that way like i don't think even if i was crushed by something someone said i would never think that the internet would give a shit so why would i put it out there the only time i've ever put anything out there is if like a billion people are asking me a question and i can answer it all at once like i did with my COVID update 
where I was like, nobody, I get like 20 of these texts a day. I'm tired of texting people. I'm still alive. Here it is. Like, besides that, like, I'm just, that's not my forum. If I'm getting like feeling fucked up or something like that, I'm going to talk to someone like I actually know gives a shit. Not the internet. So, hey, hey, what if your whole career is built around like, I mean, we're there's literally people where their whole career is built around pleasing people on the internet. Like, well, that, I, I would never get famous. No, I know you're you're not yeah, that yeah. guy. But like, when we're talking about like these situations and stuff, like, I mean, fuck, dude, Hannah made a TikTok a couple days ago on my TikTok account that like 700 people watched. Like, she's nine making like crafts, like. <laughs> You know, that's yeah. like that's insane to me that she accidentally got 700 people to watch this little 60 second video she made. Like, that's absurd. Like now, fast forward 14 years and she's like pissed off about whatever bullshit randomly makes a TikTok video that like two million people watch. Like, it's just bizarre. Our interconnectivity makes everything really, really bizarre right now. So, yeah. so let let's. We're at eight thirty. We still have one more episode to go. Let's. We all. I think we all gave Coming to America a thumbs up. I think. Um, let's yeah, well, let's finish this. Let's jump totally into the live, and then if we want to keep going with the discussion, we can. Let's just go into the, <laughs> the live episode. So, are we no doing? All right. Well, anyway. With that said, uh, be sure to check us out, TOTLB.com. Find us at Patreon.com slash TOTLB. And, of course, YouTube.com slash Thinking Outside the Long Box, which is where you can subscribe and like the videos. <laughs> and definitely you can do, do the things. Of, you can do all sorts of stuff. And, of course, give us a call, 970-573-6148. Michael Kirk, he died banging a midget. That's the end. Uh, yeah. Be sure to check it – or not be sure until next time i'm gabe i'm tim i'm doyle i'm juan bye 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 let's all masturbate together on the internet Ha ha ha!